Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason, and it is our Sunday Tarot Talk. Thank you guys for showing up. It's a pleasure to have you here in this digital space we occupy together. Uh, welcome. Again, if this is your first time listening, thanks for showing up. And if you are a, uh, a longtime listener to the Cosmic Eye shows, we appreciate you being here. Thank you, Cosmic Eye family, who are all supporting uh, the show and supporting our products and so forth through uh, uh, sales of our tarot cards and tarot bags at CosmicEye.org and through our Etsy shop and our Kickstarter projects that we're doing. Thank you guys so much uh, for your generous contributions, your shares, and uh, just the positive vibes that you're sending out. Thanks. Thanks again. Uh, you can check us out on social media at Cosmic Eye Tarot on Instagram. And I actually have a thing on TikTok now as well at Cosmic Eye Tarot. And I do uh, uh, free re readings every week. Uh, those come out on Monday. So tomorrow, uh, if you're listening on Sunday, which is the day I'm recording this. Uh, and also on Friday, I do ancestor and spirit readings a three-card reading that you can check out on Instagram as well. Uh, we're also on Facebook. You can find us there at Cosmic Eye Tarot. Uh, so wherever, you're, you know, wherever you are on social media, we're there as well. And uh, like us and follow us and share with your friends if you can. We appreciate the support. I want to thank the uh, master, uh, Paul Foster Case, whose material I draw very heavily from. I would not know what I know about tarot if it were not for uh, that man's genius work and the work of BOTA. Thank you guys very much. Want to remind you to uh, work with the tarot keys uh, for five minutes per day. So this uh, tarot talk that we do each week, of course, we go over one of the uh, major arcana and we're going through the, the, the series of them, zero through 21. Uh, this week we are on the Hierophant. If you want to go back there, they're all self-contained. You can listen to them out of order if you want to. Uh, it is good to listen to them in order as well, so you can understand how they fit together. Uh, but if you're just uh, just tuning in for this first one, uh, it is about the Hierophant, uh, key number five, actually tarot key number six, but key number five since uh, the fool is zero. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the Hierophant. But I want to encourage you uh, to work with these tarot keys. So whatever key that we're talking about, whatever card we're talking about, uh, take some time during the week, and it can be just five minutes a day, uh, preferably at the same time each day if you possibly can, and just work with the tarot key uh, by really just kind of looking at it, sitting and contemplating the card in a sort of meditative state and just kind of lightly staring at the card. I mean, don't, you know, don't, you know, hurt your eyes or give yourself a headache. Just kind of lightly look at it and scan the card and let it work on you. Let the card work on your, uh, your psyche, on your unconscious. These keys are really designed to awaken different powers within yourself. Um, you know, the, the tarot keys are not just tools for divination, not just tools for fortune telling or what have you. Uh, they're also very powerful unconscious tools uh, or, or images and symbolic representations of unconscious processes um, and powers that exist within us. So working with these cards as much as you can, just looking at them, working with them, imagining them, you know, visualizing them when you can during the day and so on. Uh, you can use these different cards for, for different purposes. So, and we'll talk about each one of these cards and we have in the, in the past, you can go back and listen to the other ones. They all have a, a purpose. So for example, uh, meditating on the fool and imagining that image of the fool card you know, helps you overcome fears. It helps you have a brighter personality. Brings uh, it, it gives you relief from depressing feelings and so forth. Uh, the magician brings you focus and concentration. The priestess helps your memory. Uh, the empress helps to build your creative imagination. The emperor helps you to create reason and order and logical logical thinking. Uh, this kind of work. And the higher font we're going to talk about today helps us to get in touch with intuition. We'll get into more about what intuition is and what we mean by that. I'll define that term. I mean, people throw that word around a lot, but I want to define it uh, and really kind of get into it. Uh, so, so work with those keys, Just five minutes per day. Try to make it at the same time each day if you can. Also want to encourage you, if, you're, if you are interested in intuition, you're interested in 
uh, psychic abilities, the clairvoyance, or uh, the spirit world, these different ideas. We have a new show we're doing, and it's with um, Angel of Angel on the Eighth Day. Uh, he has the website angelontheeighthday.com and at Angel on the Eighth Day on Instagram. He's the co-host of this new show, Spirit World, and a new episode of that comes out every Wednesday. So we're doing our second episode this Wednesday. So tune in for that. I think you're going to really dig that if, if you haven't heard that yet. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start with the pattern on the trestle board. This is from BOTA. This is from Paul Foster Case. And this is a, a set of affirmations that um, correspond to the Sephirot of the uh, Kabbalistic tradition. Uh, very powerful affirmations that you can use. So if you want to memorize these yourself, they're at, uh, they're at you can go to bota.org and get a little card that has them on it, uh, or you can find them online on their website as well and just memorize them yourself. Uh, so, but I would recommend getting them there. Uh, they do have some great products there as well, books and so on. All right, so the pattern on the trestle board. This is the truth about the self. Zero, all the power that ever was or will be is here now. Number one, I am a center of expression for the primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains the universe. Number two, through me, its unfailing wisdom takes form in thought and word. Number three, filled with understanding of its perfect law, I'm guided moment by moment along the path of liberation. Number four, from the exhaustless riches of its limitless substance, I draw all things needful, both spiritual and material. Number five, I recognize the manifestation of the undeviating justice in all the circumstances of my life. Number six, in all things great and small, I see the beauty of the divine expression. Number seven, living from that will supported by its unfailing wisdom and understanding, mine is a victorious life. Number eight, I look forward with confidence to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless light. Number nine, in thought and word and deed, I rest my life from day to day upon the sure foundation of eternal being. Number 10, the kingdom of spirit is embodied in my flesh. Amen. And that is the pattern on the trestle board. All right, so let's get into the Hierophant. I'm excited about this card. This is a fantastic card. As uh, I said, the, the Hierophant, is connected to this idea of intuition, but it's a special kind of intuition. There's two kinds of intuition that we're talking about, and we'll, we'll get into this uh, definition of intuition in a bit, but I just want to kind of cover this uh, before we go on any further. There's hunches, and there's intuition that's called a kind of a sort of lower intuition, and it doesn't mean it's bad, but it's a little, it's less reliable. It's, it's less reliable. It can be reliable, uh, but it's these hunches that we deal with and these um, little flashes of inspiration, things that pop into our heads, they may be from, you know, uh, spirit entities, we might be picking them up from uh, people around us, we could be, you know, they might just be something that's popping up from the unconscious, whatever, uh, wherever these come from. Uh, but, you know, and they're also connected to the subconscious mind, in essence. So uh, one of these ideas, and we'll look at this again, as we as we go along, but one of the ideas is that as I said, all these tarot cards are connected together. So, you know, the, uh, the fool is super consciousness. The magician is, is self-consciousness. The um, priestess, the high priestess is subconsciousness and memory, so forth. The empress is creative imagination. And again, this is just one meaning, but these are, these are important meanings for these cards that really help us to understand how our own psychology works. Uh, the emperor then is reason, or the sort of critical classifying type of, of intelligence where we're able to discern things and cl clearly see this, these, the products of the creative imagination, which is the empress. Now we're coming to this thing where after kind of classifying and reasoning through stuff using that emperor uh, energy, then the hierophant works subconsciously and the hierophant creates what are known as, as intuitions or hunches or inspirations uh, after having worked on that material, it hands it back to us, it sort of pops back up into the conscious mind, kind of magically, and it has a life of its own. I mean, sometimes, you know, these intuitions will come up very quickly, and sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll think about something and plant seeds, and, and we'll be working on a problem for, you know, sometimes years, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, something pops up, and boom, there's a solution to our problem, right? 
Uh, so it has a it has a life of its own and a magic of its own, and that's really part of this uh, this hierophone experience. Uh, but there's two types of this intuition. So there's this personal intuition that comes from the personal subconscious, and then there's a a higher spiritual intuition where where we 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 connect ourselves to the eternal principles. We connect ourselves to the eternal truths. We connect ourselves to the archetypal world, and and that comes through super conscious connection. So it's a, it's a super conscious connection to subconsciousness and and self-consciousness so self-consciousness of course is our normal sort of ego thinking mind or, or you know our thoughts that we're thinking about our desires and so on subconsciousness is that part of ourselves that's below the surface you know, also, also called the unconscious in uh, Carl Jung's system or in Freud's system uh, of psychology and then this super consciousness is the idea of uh, transcendent consciousness cosmic consciousness god consciousness are all names for it. Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Buddha nature, uh, samadhi, etc., are different ways of uh, of saying of, of saying the same thing. Uh, so, so, you know, subtle differences, but but essentially uh, pointing to the same thing. So, super consciousness uh, is what we want to be guided by. It's what we want to be guided by. We'll talk more about that in a bit. All right. So let's uh, let's begin uh, with the introduction to the hierophant. First of all, I want you. Uh, if you can pull up uh, an image of the Hierophant or grab your tarot deck and get the Hierophant card out. Uh, if you've got a Marseille deck, it's called the Pope. Uh, some of the older decks, more traditional decks, uh, is called the Pope. And in the, in the modern, more modern tarot uh, cards, he's, he's called the Hierophant. All right, he's called the Hierophant. And this again is key number five associated with the Hebrew letter Vav. Um, and we're going to talk right now. So let me let me go into this before I go into the introduction. We're going to talk about the number five, some symbolism from the number five. We're going to look at the Hebrew letter Vav that's associated with this card, and then we're going to talk about the throne that the Hierophant sits on very briefly. But it's a very interesting symbol, and I think you're going to enjoy that. So stick stick through for that. Um, and then, of course, throughout that, we're going to be talking about the inner voice, intuition, the inner teacher. It's really what this Hierophant is all about. So key five, the Hierophant. Uh, hierophant means revealer of mysteries or revealer of the mysteries or he who shows that which is sacred. He who shows that which is sacred. And that's uh, coming from the Greek. In the Greek uh, Eleusinian mysteries, ancient uh, Eleusinian mysteries, the Hierophant was the teacher who explained the meanings of the sacred symbols after uh, you went through those, those rituals and sometimes very uh, profound in often scary um, psycho-spiritual uh, rituals that were performed um, at the uh, temple of Eleusis, Eleusis in ancient Greece. Uh, so much of our mystery school teachings come from that tradition. And whenever we talk about the Western mystery tradition, we're talking about the ancient Near East and mostly ancient uh, Greek mystery schools. Uh, so most of the modern schools that call themselves mystery schools these days, you know, borrow their their teachings from those from those schools, and you know, it really all began with these Eleusinian mysteries, uh, which goes beyond the scope of what we're talking about today. But that's something to look up if you're really interested in that. It's E L E U S I N I A N Eleusinian mysteries. Very interesting tradition. So in some of the older versions of the tarot, as I said. Uh, he's known as the Pope. So the Hierophant's called the Pope also. Uh, let me stop right here too. Uh, I, I, one of the things that I'm learning to, to do, and, and many of you may be doing the same thing, is trusting intuition and really keying into the messages that come in. So on this journey through the Hierophant, you know, things are going to pop up and I'm just going to talk about them as we go along. Someone out there needs to hear the message, don't give up. Uh, some One of you or maybe more than one of you are struggling with some health issues. And I want you to know that healing is coming your way and new possibilities for healing are unfolding now. In addition, some of you are struggling with financial situations and there is light at the end of the tunnel and things are gonna brighten up soon. Uh, trust your, 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 your inner, inner knowing, your inner intuition. It's, it's pointing you towards a new direction that's going to help you out of some of those those troubles that you that you're in. Uh, those those and remember too those 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 troubles and those challenges uh, that we face. 
uh, our temporary conditions. Switch, you know, up the inner thinking and put your mind on the solution, put your mind on higher self, put your mind on abundance and keep it on that even though the, uh, uh, even though the situation around you feels like, oh, you know, I, I'd love to, you know, be positive about this, but, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening in my life. You can't do that. You got to start with the inner first. And the same goes with your health. Even if there are some difficult health situations going on, intend for and use your creative imagination and your, your faith uh, to, to think health and to think wholeness. All right. So little intuitions are going to come up. So the Pope, uh, this is a reference to the idea of the letter Vav. So there's a connection to hearing. And that's exactly what I'm talking about right there, hearing. Um, so this letter Vav in the Kabbalistic system, all the Hebrew letters have an association to different types of consciousness, different functions of, of the mind and body and soul, and, and different types of symbolic interpretation. So one of those, as I said, is hearing. So we're going to talk more about that when we go into depth in the letter Vav. Uh, but the ch church tradition has it that the first pope, this is a really interesting thing, and I want to share this. And, you know, we may not know the history of the Christian church, and we may not be interested in it, but, you know, this Western mystery tradition that comes down to us has a lot of, of Old Testament and New Testament uh, wisdom in it. So it's sometimes it's important to go into this, even if it's not your thing and you didn't grow up like this, or you don't particularly you know, find, you know, that the church resonates with you. There's still interesting things to learn from. And that's why I like to talk about this stuff um, along with tarot. I mean, some people think, oh, the church and tarot, how does that go together? But it, they do go together because, you know, there is an esoteric side uh, uh, to, to Christianity and to Judaism that, that is still alive to this day. And it's this Kabbalistic tradition. And, you know, this is what we're exploring. So we're exploring the esoteric or inner side of of some of these traditions that you know we may not particularly agree with or resonate with in their mainstream versions, but if we go into their esoteric or occult significance, it puts a whole new spin on it for us. And we may look at some information that someone else looks at in a 100 you know percent different way, a 180 different degree view. Uh, but we you know we see something maybe they don't, but they see something we don't. So you know it's just a matter of perspective, right? Anyway, church tradition has it that the first pope was the apostle Simon. So you may have heard of Simon. Uh, he later became Peter, Peter, which means rock. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into this in a second. Simon or Simeon in Hebrew means hearing. So you can see this idea of, uh, in this following passage that we're going to look at, but this idea of, of, of hearing or, or intuition or spiritual intuition, which Jesus is getting at when he talks about in this passage. Uh, and that's one of the main meanings of the Hierophant. So that's why I'm kind of taking this divergent thing into this, this passage in the New Testament. So this comes from the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew 16, uh, verse 13 through 17. Uh, so when Jesus came into the region of Caesar, uh, Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, what do men say that I, the son of man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So Jesus is pointing out that Peter has this intuition. Peter has this spiritual intuition going on in the Father in heaven. You know, the I am source, the cosmic consciousness, the God consciousness revealed this to, 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 to Simon Barjona, uh, who then it becomes the rock, becomes Peter. And we're going to see an interesting connection with the rock when we talk about the throne. So this idea of rock is very interesting in the Kabbalistic tradition. So that's going to be towards the end. So definitely stick through for that. So this idea of hearing or divine intuition is really highlighted in this passage. And, and, and this is interesting too, because there's symbolic meanings again to all these, these names and so forth. Like I said, a Simeon or Simon means hearing in Hebrew. Uh, but his full name is actually, as, as Jesus said, Simon bar Jonah, Simon son of Jonah. Bar means son in Aramaic. Jonah means dove. And, the, and there's, so here's another symbol. Dove is a, is a symbol for the Holy Spirit. This idea of Holy Spirit is a, 
another reference to inner teaching or wisdom, which is coming, you know, from from that cosmic consciousness. You know, this this idea of the uh, the Holy Spirit as a teacher. Uh, Jesus talked about the Paraclete, uh, which would be around uh, on Earth after his physical death. This this Holy Spirit that would teach. You know, something that was before time, uh, but you know, in the in, in is present and also was in the past. It's this timeless consciousness, this timeless spirit of wisdom that exists, and it's a divine teacher which exists in all of us. The Holy Spirit is within all of us. So another, again, another meaning of this hierophant card: divine wisdom teachings. It's connected to divine wisdom and teachings and understanding occult wisdom, so forth, are all, are all conveyed through this Hierophant card. Uh, intuition, as I said, is uh, one of the most important meanings of the Hierophant, and we're going to go deeper into that as we look at the number five, the letter Vav, and the Hierophant's throne in a few minutes. Uh, but again, let's, let's, let's get back to what I said at the very beginning. Let's define what we're talking about by intuition. And I'm going to quote the uh, great master, Paul Foster Case, and he says directly, intuition means interior teaching intuition means interior teaching interior teaching intuition is understood to be direct perception of eternal principles which may be applied to the solution of human problems and the perfecting of human control over man's environment i'm going to read that again because there is a lot in that and i i want you to go over this one more time slowly uh, because i myself feel right now there's something deep in this for someone. Listen, intuition is understood to be direct perception of eternal principles, which may be applied to the solution of human problems and the perfecting of human control over man's environment. And one thing that's coming to me as I'm, as I'm reading that is this idea, it's the one knowledge that solves all problems. This cosmic consciousness this god consciousness this higher consciousness that's a part of ourselves this higher self that's within us that once we connect to it it's like the paradigm shift that solves all problems like one piece of information i realize who i really am and all of a sudden all these small challenges that come up in my life suddenly don't seem so big anymore because I understand who I am and what I am connected to. Think about that. I'm not going to say any more on it. Think about that. It's in your heart. All right, so let's take a look at some of the symbols connected to the Hierophant. Um, there are many. Uh, I did not describe the card for those of you who uh, don't have the card in front of them, so I will really quickly. So the Hierophant is sitting in a throne, it's gray, he has two pillars next to him, gray pillars, and then there's two monks uh, bowed down in front of him, so we see the, the back of their heads, uh, their bald heads, we see his feet, we see two keys in the card, there's silver and gold. Uh, we see him in a, in a beautiful robe, and he's got a, a small lunar symbol, a crescent moon under his, uh, near his throat, uh, and he's wearing a three-tiered, um, sort of egg-shaped uh, hat. I don't know if uh, exactly the word for that hat. I forgot it. Uh, sorry. And he's also holding a, 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 a miter in his hand. It's like a, like a sort of a staff uh, with three levels on it and a, and a small gold ball on top of it. And then there's a, a kind of a scarf around the back of his neck. Uh, so he, he looks very much like a, almost like a, like a pope or a, or a religious uh, figure in Orthodox or Catholic tradition, but with a little more magical edge to him. There's a, and there's two Taurus symbols on the back of the, of the throne itself because he is connected to the sign Taurus. Uh, so that's the Hierophant. And the number five is at the bottom on the left-hand side, and then the Hebrew letter Vav is to the right of the word Hierophant. So those are, that's a description of that card that you can kind of get into your imagination. Um, so this number five is the occult number of mediation. Mediation is a mediator between things. And this is suggested by the, uh, the fact that the five is, is the middle, middle numeral in a series of numbers from one to nine. So think about that. It's right in the middle between one and nine. Of course, one to nine uh, is a complete 
a cycle of numbers and then you start over at 10, which is a one and a zero. So there are, you know, there's those basic nine digits. Some other meanings of a five, uh, some of these ideas also connected with the meanings of the hierophant card in readings and just in, in, you know, in your general use with this card, it deals with adaptation, intervention, adjustment, adjustment, and an adjustment in the sense of justice. So you're adjusting something so that it's just, accommodation, reconciliation, reconciliation and, and then it, you know refers to the idea of you reconciling yourself or you creating atonement or at one meant with your higher self that's a reconciliation and finally the most uh, probably the most important meaning is intuition or intuitions so five also symbolizes this idea and i spoke a little bit about the emperor and how the uh, these cards are all connected together as sort of a conscious and unconscious process of of manifestation, of thought, processing, psychology, and so on. So five also symbolizes the results of the classifying and reasoning activity of the emperor, which we talked about last week. So if you want to go back and listen to those, if you haven't heard them, it will it will help. Uh, you know, after you're done with this uh, this episode, to go back and listen to those other ones. I think you'll you'll really enjoy them. Uh, and this uh, this this five, this five is subconscious elaboration of the, of the reasoning and the classification that the emperor does. So then these are projected, as I said, these are projected back into your self-consciousness and it's this idea or this feeling or something that pops back into your head after it's been worked on by subconsciousness that's referred to as intuitions. So there's a, there's a, a cyclic process going on you know, between the conscious and subconscious minds at all times. Like, so you're, you're, you know, you'll, you'll feed it a seed, you'll plant a seed of a thought, an idea, a problem that you're trying to work on into subconsciousness. Subconsciousness works on it, sends it back, gives you an intuition. You then evaluate that, kind of weigh it out, try it out, see how it feels. Then you have a new idea about it. You plant that seed and so on. And so it's like this mirroring process that goes on and on and on until you, you know, until your your thoughts become clearer and clearer and clearer until one day you finally realize your, you know, your your true divine nature and so forth. And so this is a process going on of of of, of understanding and gradual consciousness unfoldment, as it were. But even just in your day-to-day -day life, just even figuring out daily problems and stuff operates in the same way. It operates in the same way. So the number five itself is even sort of shaped like, like to remind us of this idea of mediation, this idea of self-consciousness, subconsciousness working together. Uh, in a sense, so the top of the number is like a right angle. It's straight lines, made up of straight lines. And the bottom is this little curve, a kind of a swelling curve. You're almost reminded of a pregnant belly or or something like this, there's a very feminine feel to it. Uh, the straight lines, of course, then, then are masculine and relate to the self-consciousness in the, you know, in the esoteric tradition. And then the, the curve of the five is a feminine symbol, and that's related to subconscious mind. So even in the shape of the, the letter itself, I mean the number itself, the numeral itself, five, it's very, there's, 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 it's, let's say it's pregnant with meaning. And it's connected to the idea of intuition, right? Which this hierophant represents, power of intuition. Uh, the power of intuition, as uh, I spoke about in the beginning, is also represented through this Hebrew letter Vav that is associated with the hierophant, the Hebrew letter Vav, uh, which is sometimes translated as V, as a letter V, or transliterated as a letter V um, into English. Uh, and that's one of the letters of the divine name, yod Hey vav Hey, which is usually translated Lord or God in the English translations of, of the Old Testament or the, you know, better known as the Hebrew Bible or, or Torah. And we're going to look at this letter Vav now. So Vav uh, is connected to intuition, inner teaching, direct perception, uh, the vision of personal, personal consciousness, with uh, uh, the superconscious, I am. Those these are connected together, sort of union of these things. We're going to get more into that. This idea of the one self or the I am and the superconsciousness that actually we want to direct our personal consciousness. 
Um, and this, you know, this, as we begin to understand this, this leads to an awareness or understanding of these eternal principles that I talked about, things, you know, going on behind the scenes, the eternal principles, the cause, as it were, of our effect, which is the material life. And, you know, Kabbalah, uh, the whole uh, system of Kabbalah or Kabbalah, depending on how you, how you want to pronounce, if you want to pronounce it the more uh, traditional Hebrew way, uh, is a uh, is a system of principles and understandings of, of manifestation of, of, of God's different aspects of, um, you know, life in, in, in different levels of consciousness and so on. It's a very deep uh, system. Uh, so this, so this, as we go along, then the perception of, uh, of method of the methods of how these principles can be used to solve particular problems is what we begin to learn. Uh, and this is something that has to do with intuition, and again, is connected to this letter, this letter above. Uh, the word union. Let's talk about that a little bit, because there's an idea we're going to get into in a little bit uh, about this idea of union. The word union is the key uh, to connecting to true spiritual intuitions, which are are, are then which which mean we which means we connect the sub the subconscious mind with the conscious mind. That's all run by super consciousness in other words our higher self is in charge you know once that happens we get a completely different level of consciousness there's a level of enlightenment that occurs uh, that the masters of wisdom uh, talk about and so that that i am consciousness that 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 god consciousness that samadhi that we spoke of earlier and then there then um, you know unless Unless there, you know, we're shooting for that, and unless there is a real union uh, and a real connection between this higher self and your your uh, your intuitions, uh, which again are connected to subconsciousness, uh, you're not really going to be able to draw from that higher plane of eternal principles. You're going to be getting those those lower levels of intuitions we talked about, which can be useful. But they're not going to get you necessarily in touch with the eternal principles. They're going to get you in touch with hunches and ideas and maybe, you know, spirit messages and so on that may or may not be accurate. You know, so that's the that's the thing about it. The true intuition is our is our connection to uh, to higher self, to the one self that we're all a part of. You know, now you can, of course, get information through spirit, you know, through mediums and through spirit. Um, communications and so on and some of those entities that you will speak to will have the higher information for you but the true source of the highest wisdom is that that consciousness that one consciousness that we all share that we all as paul said live and move and have our being in uh, so you know but at, on the other hand yes there are entities and and spiritual sources and angelic presences and so on that can communicate with us as well if you if you believe in that sort of thing um you know some people haven't had that experience and some people don't you know believe in those sorts of things and that's that's okay too you know but there are many many individuals uh, who who do uh, who do see different realms and different beings and different sorts of spirits and so on and speak with them and communicate with them and do get all kinds of great information but in the end, of course, like I'm saying, the real true source of principles and eternal wisdom and, and, and you know, true divine wisdom is that one source, that God consciousness. Uh, so this idea of uh, the letter Vav, it's interesting because I've, as I've said many times when we've looked at these symbols, uh, each of these Hebrew letters has a sort of hieroglyphic meaning to it, sort of picture meaning to it. And uh, vav is a nail or a hook and and both of these meanings represent union so if you think about it so nails join parts of a house together you hammer these different pieces of wood together different pieces and parts together and then you've got a house uh, but there's a there's an idea of joining hooks join an the object that are, are fastened to uh, the hook and then they support um uh, they support the object to which the hook is attached. So, you know, hooks on a wall and, and you can hang your coat on it or something. So there's an idea of, of like a, of a union, of a, of a connection, of a, uh, even of a, a sustenance. So this idea of sustenance is also connected with, uh, there's a sustaining power uh, connected with nail or hook. Snails sustain the integrity or shape of a house. A, a hook, again, is that which 
uh, that from which something depends. So it hangs on it, it's dependent on it, it's sustained by that, you know, staying in place there uh, with that hook. So when the higher self is, is linked consciously uh, with the personality, with the ego, then that uh, person gains that knowledge, you know, that all things are sustained by and depend on that one source. So, you know, it, it's the, you know, you see, you can see the multi multiplicity around you. And we know that there's all these different objects and all these different people and all these, you know, different things and animals and trees and plants and oceans and all of this you know, and the stars out there and the planets, but then you, then you also realize that all the multiplicity is dependent upon the unity which holds it all together. That's the real source of it, the unity behind it. Uh, union, union, this idea of union is connected with an ancient form of the Hebrew letter, uh, which looked like a yoke, uh, a yoke which would harness oxen. Uh, so remember back to our talk on the magician and the letter Aleph, which means ox. So ox also had the meaning in the ancient world of life power. So this gives us a hint on how we can harness the energy of the life power, the ox, that's that olive, uh, in our own lives uh, with this idea of union with the vav uh, letter. Uh, the English word yoke is interesting because it, it actually comes from the Sanskrit root of yoke, the root word yoga. Which in you know in Sanskrit translates to, to or not in Sanskrit but in English that word means when it's translated means union, and we know that yoga is a system designed to unite the higher and lower natures within. So I would I would highly encourage you if you are not practicing some form of meditation or yoga or contemplation or prayer to incorporate that into your daily life. That is going to change your life for the better. You know, and if you if you have in the past, had a practice of meditation or, or yoga of any type, bhakti yoga, you know, hatha yoga, jnana yoga, you know, whatever type of yoga you, you, you might have practiced, you know, I encourage you to spend some time daily with those practices. Uh, even just a quiet time of contemplation during a walk in nature or sitting by the beach or out in your backyard or out on your uh, you know, your fire escape, if you're in the city, whatever, uh, you know, just take that time for yourself to where you can just connect to that, that silence within, connect to the quiet within, and you may not have the quiet necessarily outside, but you can find it within if you can find that peace, even in a busy place. You know what I mean? So think about that. So this practical uh, application of the idea of union, especially as, as it's connected to the hierophant, it's found in what in this function of hearing, which is also associated with the letter vav, as I said, uh, but it's a special type of hearing. Uh, it's inner hearing. So in uh, Kabbalah, as I said, the uh, the letter vav is associated with hearing, both inner hearing, spiritual hearing, and ordinary physical hearing. So these are both important. Uh, the the special interior hearing, but also the the ordinary physical hearing. Um, you know, just taking time to really listen to the people around you, taking time to, uh, to not, this is something that's coming to me right now. There's an intuition. Some of us can be thinking, we're listening to someone. It might even be a really deep conversation. It might be something, you know, that the person, other person's going through. They're frustrated with us. It's painful, whatever. We're busy as they're speaking to us, thinking about how we're going to formulate our argument. Don't do that, you know, and I catch myself doing this a lot. Don't do that. Take time to really listen to what the person is saying and let go of what you're going to say back to them. The right thing will come to you when it's your time to speak. If you give it, if you give that person enough time to, to speak and to really tell you what they're thinking and give your full attention to the listening, your full awareness to the listening. Uh, don't just, you know, close your mouth and pause so that you can think of your next argument, but take time to really listen and let it sink in what that other person is saying. Uh, and I'm saying that to myself as well. Uh, so the mode associated, uh, the mode of consciousness. So there's a mode of consciousness associated with each of these letters as well in Kabbalah or Kabbalah. Again, as you wish to pronounce it, it's up to you. Uh, it's, you know, the true Hebrew way is Kabbalah. But for some reason, it seems easier to say Kabbalah for most people, and myself included. So uh, the letter Vav, 
Key five is the triumphant and eternal intelligence. Uh, so it's this idea of the inner voice and the inner wisdom um, seeking to reveal the principles and laws which uh, guide you to this true understanding uh, of, again, it's these eternal principles. This is what this idea is. We're connecting to this spiritual wisdom, this in, in inner teaching, this intuition uh, that guides us to real principles. So principles, you know, are like the top-down thing. So if you can figure out the sort of paradigm you know, the, the big, the big aha, the big solution uh, to, to, you know, to, to life and to the, you know, some of the mysteries of life, um, you know, then all these smaller things or even big, you know, things, seemingly big things in our life, big challenges, health issues, and, you know, and relationship issues and family problems and, you know, sicknesses and death and all the things that we face, you know, once you've kind of get a, you wrap yourself around these and, and you kind of connect yourself to these eternal principles, you know, you're guided in a different way through those experiences. And then those difficult, difficult challenges don't have quite the effect on you that they did before. Um, and they certainly don't have that kind of devastating kind of emotional impact that, that they, they do when we're uh, when we're in a state of mind that is not resourceful and is not connected to our higher source. So connect to that inner wisdom represented by this higher font. You're going to begin to solve the mysteries of your life. So again, take time for meditation and contemplation and take time to really look at this card each day and you're going to open those powers up within yourself. So the final thing we're going to look at then is this idea of the throne. So the higher font is sitting on that throne, as I said, with those two monk, uh, monk figures in front of him. Uh, it's gray. It's made of stone. It's made of stone. So as I spoke about this Western mystery tradition, this idea of this, you know, Greek mystery schools and ancient Near Eastern uh, uh, mystery traditions and so forth. And that, that tradition, that Western mystery tradition, uh, that of course includes all these modern traditions, even, even the neo-pagan traditions, Wicca and, you know, witchcraft and uh, ceremonial magic that, that, you know, from, from the late 1800s and early 1900s, all this, all are draw from this Western mystery tradition. Uh, and this stone refers to uh, the secret meaning of the word, uh, the Hebrew word, eben, eben, uh, which is uh, made up of the Hebrew letters Aleph, Bet, and Nun, and they make up the word eben, and that's a, uh, it's a symbol of union. And we'll see why here in a second. Uh, we've been speaking of this union uh, throughout this 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 talk today. This idea of union, connection, intuition, and how they're they're all made. You know, they're all interconnected, interwoven together. Uh, so these letters Aleph, Bet, and Nun. So the first two letters Aleph and Bet make up the word Ab, and Ab means father in Hebrew. And the last two letters uh, Ben or uh, spell the word Ben. Bet and Nun spell Ben. Ben means son. Son. So anytime you see that word Ben, uh, in, 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 in any type of Hebrew literature, literature it means sun. So the word, so the words are, you know, this, this word Eben stone is made up of the words father and son. So esoterically, Eben then symbolizes the union of the father, which symbolizes God, God consciousness, cosmic consciousness, and the son refers to humanity, generic humanity uh, in this old tradition. Uh, in this ancient tradition. So this throne then refers to the idea of the union of the higher and lower selves within us. And then we think about that, you know, that makes us think about how we have to connect this higher part of ourselves to this I am consciousness, to this super consciousness, and consciously do that throughout the day. We have to remind ourselves, you know, I am not this body, I am not these thoughts, I am not these emotions, I am cosmic consciousness. You know, and you can have little affirmations for yourself like that, or, you know, I am the all, or, you know, aham brahm asmi uh, is a Sanskrit way of saying it. Uh, you know, things like this, I and the Father are one, Jesus said. And you can find your own and, you know, whatever works for you, but this idea that you and the infinite are, are connected intimately together, there's a union there. And, you know, we have to keep reminding our conscious mind of this so that subconscious takes that over and eventually allows and connects to super consciousness so that that will guide our lives you know but there is a there is a 
conscious part of it that we're responsible for. And that's keeping those thoughts of union in our mind, doing the contemplation and meditation work, doing, you know, ritual and magical work, uh, meditating on the, these tarot cards, working with the cards and their symbols, you know, doing our shadow work, all the things that we can do uh, to connect to that higher source. Uh, so listen also to you know the interior promptings that you have the the guidance that comes to you you know take it seriously uh angel and i talked a little bit about that on the on the show on spirit work and go back and check that one out if you want um you know and i said uh and he agreed uh angel by the way is a natural intuitive and he's a, he's a very uh, interesting person who's had some some incredible uh, experiences in his life and he shares on the show some of those things and you know how he connects to to spirit and how uh, his his own gifts of intuition work and so forth. So uh, tune in for that. But we talked about uh, this idea that um, um, this listening. So sometimes, you know, we'll have, you know, oftentimes you'll hear these stories of people who say, you know, something told me I shouldn't go in there, but I went in there anyway. And, you know, this tragedy occurred or something told me I shouldn't have taken this flight, but, you know, the plane crashed and, you know, I almost died or, you know, these things, these things happen, you know, whereby people didn't listen to their interior wisdom, uh, their gut feeling, their natural reaction, they pushed through anyways and ignored it. And, you know, something, something, you know, destructive or negative occurred. Uh, so I, I do highly encourage you to trust your intuitive feelings, you know, trust your intuition you know, certainly sometimes, you know, we're just nervous about something or we're just kind of naturally apprehensive about doing something like public speaking or we're going to a job interview or, you know, we're meeting someone for the first time for a date or something, you know, whatever. That's natural. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. There's those situations where there's no particular reason why you should be, you know, I shouldn't get on this subway. Listen to that stuff. You know, if you got to walk three extra blocks, you know, it's not going to kill you. So, uh, so, you know, trust yourself, trust your inner guidance, and the more that you lean on cosmic consciousness, on God consciousness, the more those intuitions will be, those spiritual intuitions, those true intuitions, and the more that you'll be able to trust them. So it's like a more makes more thing. Um, and again, just to, uh, just to remind you, that idea of listening is really important. So listen to people. Uh, when they, they're speaking to you and don't just think about what you're going to say, but really deeply listen to what they're saying and not only what they're saying, but what they're not saying. So what is the emotional tone here? What are some of the undercurrents of what's going on? Can I feel uh, what's really going on behind the scenes with this person? You know, reach out with your emotional sort of feelers and see if you can see if you can really intuit like what's actually going on. And so, you know, for those of you who are, you know, readers or tarot readers or counselors or so on, you know, use that intuition in the work that you do along with the logical stuff that you learned in school. And that'll help you uh, a lot. That'll help you a lot. Uh, and, you know, so, so oftentimes too, we want to, as I said, jump in and sort of interrupt people with our thoughts or ideas or, you know, what we think are our intuitions when other people are speaking or they're sharing their truth with us or, you know, they're frustrated with us and we don't necessarily want to hear it. And again, you know, just stop and, you know, focus on your breathing and really take time to listen. So slow your mind down, slow your roll, and just kind of go into it with a, with a, with a freshness and without judgment and, and really just listen. And you can take time each day to meditate and, you know, really listen to the silence within yourself. And, and, and this meditation will carry over in your day-to-day -day life. It'll allow you to listen better. It'll allow you to intuit things deeper. It'll allow you to connect to that higher self. Uh, so work with this Hierophant card. Do your five minutes a day this week. That's your homework. We're doing homework here. Why not? Um, and you're going to see, you know, a really, really interesting thing unfold when you work with these cards. It's very subtle, but, you know, you'll notice it. It's very tangible at the same time. Like, you're going to see your creativity going up. You're going to see your focus going up. You're going to see that you're more connected to other people. You're going to see that you feel more brave. You know, you're going to feel more emotionally centered and focused. You're going to notice that your intuition is pushing you in directions and you're going to follow that and it's going to be right. It's going to be right. So, 
you know, the, all the symbols on this Hierophant card are helping you to connect to this higher source, this inner teacher, this inner wisdom. And the symbols on the card are opening up this natural power of intuition. Again, like, like Angel said in that show, we talked about how uh, we all have natural intuition. Some of us, you know, have, a, a, you know, naturally a bit more of it than, than others do, but we all have the power to uh, to, to, to work on that. You know, it's like we all have, in the same way, we all have some kind of natural athletic ability. We, you know, we might not become like LeBron James or something, but, um, you know, we all have some natural ability in, in things and we can develop it to the best of our ability. And this intuition, this, you know, this, this kind of, for lack of a better word, psychic awareness or what have you that, you know, that we, that we want to develop in ourselves uh, is available to all of us. We just have to recognize it's there and start training our mind and really being aware and, and doing these things like working with the tarot cards and working on our meditation and being uh, focused and listening and so forth. So those are all going to bring our intuition to another level. So make that conscious effort. Try to connect to that higher self. Do your yoga, do your prayer, do your affirmation, you know, your affirmations. Uh, contemplation, whatever your practice is, get back in touch with that if you've gotten away from it. Um, you know, meditation and these spiritual practices are a cumulative effort. You know, they, they, it's like, it's like dyeing a, a piece of cloth. You know, the more that you dip it into the, the dye, the more times you dip it into dye, the, the, you know, the more brilliant the colors are and the more color fast they are when you wash that garment and so on, the more permanent they are. Uh, the more that you go into cosmic consciousness, the more that you go into states of meditation, the more that it sticks with you. More makes more. More makes more. Spend time listening to spiritual talks, positive teachings. Listen to yourself within and so on, the people around you. Listen for those little bits of wisdom. Sometimes, you know, you'll be standing in a line of Starbucks and someone will say something that completely changes your life. So just pay attention. Pay attention. So you're going to connect to that inner teacher within, this, this hierophant, this divine wisdom. Uh, keep working with the cards. Thank you for showing up again. Uh, as I said, check us out. Check out our new show on Wednesday. On Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday, it's called uh, Spirit Wisdom, and that's with Angel of Angel on the eighth day. Uh, thank you for joining us again. I appreciate everyone who is is donating to the show. If you can, uh, please. It only takes a second. Go to Anchor.fm/CosmicEye. And, and make a donation, you know, so that we can share the show, show with more people and so on. Just kind of keep us, keep us going. It does help out a great deal uh, when you can make a donation. You can do that through anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye or check out CosmicEye.org. We have a lot of great tarot bags on the site. Uh, also, you can connect to our Kickstarter campaign that's up right now for the Blooming Cat Tarot and there's various other things on there as well. Thanks again for joining us. I want you guys to have a great week. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you all who, who are, are supporting us. Have a great week. Goodbye and God bless.